Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It's season eight, it's episode one, and the old gang are back. Welcome, gang. Hello. Thank you. What? Welcome back after a summer break. Uh, It's Johnny. Johnny, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my loft speaking to you. And also, after an absence in the summer break, it's Georgie. Georgie, where are you and what are you doing? Hi, I'm in my living room and talking to you. And finally, uh, I suppose it's got to be Nigel. Nigel, <laughs> where are you and what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Nigel, your language. Sorry. Yeah, I got pulled up from the language. Yeah, I did get pulled up, yeah. Come on, yeah. Nigel. Sorry. Come on. So it was Johnny, Georgie, so it's got to be Nigel. Come on, Nigel. What are you? Where are you? What are you doing? I'm about to flush you with down the Kazi, I think, after that. Call me Nigel. Don't you again. like to be Nigel? That's up there with almost being called Nigel, like certain people you were talking to called me the other day that I was listening to today. Oh, did you listen to uh, the American podcast? Well, I'm halfway about... through it because it's a bit like war and peace. <laughs> uh, if George ever moans about the amount of time we spend talking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> dear, oh dear. I've done over an hour. I got all the way from Westminster home, and I've only just about done Gonzo. All right. You still got my interview to come. No, I'm halfway through yours. I did I, that. I, I, and then and then there's the. Uh... I had you in the shower. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Um, and then the, what, there's again? the. Excellent, oh. loving. You haven't got to that part yet, have you? No, yeah. I ain't got that. No. Yeah. Excellent. Anyway, it's not a American um, West Ham podcast. It's a more than just a podcast podcast, and uh, we're here for a new season. <laughs> that worked quite well, I thought. <laughs> Let's start by talking about uh, the preseason, and we're going to start off with George because we haven't heard from him for a while. Um, how much of the preseason? Did you get to see? Did it mean anything that we wore one four games back to back and were unbeaten in six? Uh, I watched about forty-five minutes in total of the whole preseason. Um, I watched probably about ten minutes of about 
four and a half games. Did my maths there? Yeah, well um, done. Uh, I think a good preseason with a lot of victories is a good thing for team morale and, and winning mentality. Um, so I do think it has some value. Um, I didn't see much in terms of performances, um, so I wouldn't really know how we've performed. But, you know, a win's a win. And uh, roll on Sunday. John, anything to add? Did you learn anything from maybe any of the... I know, well, first of all, did you watch any of it? I did see a part of, I think, the Preston game. I'm not on Facebook, so I... Just, yeah, you did. You did t- actually. You did tell me over the weekend. I haven't really seen a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't seen a lot of it. From what I've seen flying around about it, we've looked good in spells. It is nice to have a, a winning pre-season, but you know, the will will thing starts at the weekend. Sometimes you can lose it all and start well or whatever. So we'll see what happens. Now, Nigel, I know you watched a few of them. I know you're going to bring me up on the four four back-to-back wins because you say winning on penalties in the Betway Cup is doesn't count because it was a 1-1 draw, but a win's a win. Um, I thought Pellegrini tried a number of different formations. I was a little bit worried about the last one uh, that we played against the French team. Is it Angers? Angers, um, isn't it? Angers, okay. Um, he, he didn't play an Altovic as a striker and played uh, for the first 45 minutes and played... Um, uh, Hernandez or Chicharito up front. Um, and I've said it was a 4-5-1. You've called it a 4-3-3, a, a I think it was. Who did? What, what, when we were talking on the WhatsApp group. Did I? Or you, you, or you said some formation when I said it was a, a 4-5-1. What, the Angers game? No, no, no. In general, oh, where, in general. the way he's been setting up. Yeah. What, what, what have you learned? So really, what have you learned from the games of Who's going to be his first team or what formation he might play when the season starts? Nothing. <laughs> you mean it? <laughs> so even though you spent, I know you spent a lot of time watching the games because when you I went on Facebook, it yeah, because it said Nigel Khan is watching this game too. It but I didn't you. watch Angers. Nigel Khan. In fact, Nigel Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones did you watch then? What, what did You must have learned something. I watched the Betway Cup one. Yeah, and I watched after the game at Walsall, um, right. Aston Villa, which was funny because I must admit, for the first two minutes, I thought we were in claret and blue. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but what anyway, that was only for the two minutes. But I did join in late in my defence. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah, no, since none of you lot watched it, I'll say go I thought then. Snodgrass has had a good preseason. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Um, and I thought. Um, Tony Martinez has also shown he can be decent. I think um, Declan Rice has shown he can play the centre defensive midfielder role. Um, I think we haven't seen the best of Anderson yet. Yamalenko, I don't know, he's injured now, but he should he should be ready. Wilshere hasn't got injured in pre-season. That's got to be a, a good thing. Um, but I think you're right. Pre-season doesn't make much difference. And how we might line up at Anfield might be completely different. What about but, what about the general Sean, as you kept calling him on the roundtable podcast I listened to, because you can't pronounce uh, his surname. Babuera. <laughs> Is his name Babuera? No, I think it's Babuena. Babuena. Or you can just call him the general. 
the sheriff as well. The Who sheriff? shot the sheriff? That's not well, that song goes. That's not I'll tell you what, I've heard the other the Bob Marley version and the Eric Clapton version, and <laughs> that sounded like neither of them. Yeah. That's completely, he's also called, completely a different song, obviously. He's called the sheriff as well. I thought he was called the general. He's called the general and the sheriff. Oh, is he? He is, he is now. Oh, he is now, yeah. He is now. So while we're on that subject, and, and I'm, I, <laughs> what so of sheriffs? I've, well, of sheriffs names and Bobwana, um, George, because <laughs> we've not been. What do you think? Eight signings, right? Uh, net spend of seventy-seven million pounds. I'm not allowed to include add-ons and uh, trans. Uh, sorry, and agent fees and potential add-ons. But if I was. It would come to 115, but I'm not allowed to. So it's 77 minutes spent. Okay. What is your view, Georgie, of, of the summer spending and, and transfers? Uh, well, as with any transfer window, it kind of remains to be seen, doesn't it? I mean, there's a lot of names in there that I'll be completely honest, I hadn't heard of. Even Anderson, I hadn't really heard of before we were linked with him. Um, and there's not a lot of Premier League experience in there in, at all, really, other than Obviously, Jack Wilshere is a great signing if he stays fit. I'm a big fan of his, but he obviously has his well-documented injury issues. Um, Fabianski, okay-ish, I guess. You know, a keeper that got relegated last year, um, but we've seen good good bits of goalkeeping from him over the years. Um, and, you know, the, the, the players like Balbuena and Diop, and, I mean, Yarmolenko I did know, um, and I think he's a, a decent signing. Um, but I don't know much about him in terms of his injury record. I understand he's injured already. Is he going to be injured for this weekend? Who? Which one? Yarmolenko. No, well, the the official website said he's going to be fit. He uh, yeah, he, he twisted his hip or had, had a hip injury, but they said they're going to get him fit um, for Anfield, and he'll be fit for Anfield. Cool. So, so yeah, I, I think he's, he's one of the... You know, you can't deny they've put some money into it and um, spent the money that we're all crying out for them to spend. So let's just sort of see how it plays out and hope Jack Wilshire stays fit because I think if he uh, if he stays fit, he could be a big player for us. John, your view on on the signings? Um, well, yeah, it's 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 uh, good to see new players in, and it does look like they are better quality than they were. Well, they have been since we've moved to the London Stadium. Um, again, Who's I was a standout one for you, though. Um, Is there one standout? Well, one? not really, but that Anderson must be because the money they spent on him. Again, I wasn't too familiar with him, but you, you'd like to think that you know he's going to be the standout. I mean, I thought Fredericks was a good bit of business. I thought he was a decent player. Yarmolenko, I had heard of as well, but the rest of them, again, I. And even the other ones we're still sort of linked to, not too aware of. So, but I'm sort of hoping that, you know, with Pellegrini coming in, who might be the best thing we do did sign in, might be mm. a great manager. Uh, he might, he, he must be asking for these players and they must be going out and try and get them for him. So hopefully. In Pellegrini we trust. Yeah, sort of. I was about to say that. In Pellegrini we trust. Yeah, sort of. That's the route I think we're going to have to go by and sit back and let's hope it goes really well when we have a a really good season. We will see. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Nigel, I know I've asked you this question before while we've done our little shows in between of, of the boys having their, their good summer. Um, it... <laughs> <laughs> or, or I really need to hear myself on the podcast more. Yeah. Nigel, is, is there anything else to add on on the signings? Which one stands out for you out of the eight? No. And there's a new one, of course. <laughs> Silver. Silver? Silver. Who? Zant Silver. Did you miss it? Yeah, I must have he's, done. He's a 21-year-old striker uh, from... Portuguesa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll... 3.1 million pound deal, 1.8 million pound up front. Uh, with uh, another 1.3 million uh, in add-ons. Well, we don't know how good these players are till they play Premier League football. Mm-hmm. That's what no, I... agreed. And he's a bit like Tony Martinez, isn't he? That we paid two, three million quid. You've got to have these old gambles. You said he looked good, Tony Martinez, Sean. Has he looked good? Is he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he seems to. You know, you don't know what he look. It's not Premier League uh, opposition, but he does. He's got a, it's make or break for Tony Martinez. You know, he joined us as an 18 year old. He's 21 now. He's got to break through soon. You know, you can't be breaking through from the academy team at, at 23 or 24, can you? If you're going to break through. Ask Josh Cullen. How old's he now? About 22, 23, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he might get his chance, especially if we don't. And that's a good link to our next thing of, of transfer news. <laughs> well done, oh, he might get his chance. Yeah, no so. We're recording this, Nigel. We're recording this on a Monday. Now I don't know whether to call him Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. What, what, what do you like? Shedman is what he likes. <laughs> he's not answering. He's trying to say, "I'm trying not to swear." That's exactly. So that's exactly what I was trying not to do. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we, we, won't, we won't bait him anymore because he's a bit of a snowflake. Um, so. <laughs> See, I learned where I picked up some East End words, Nigel. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Snowflake. Oh, was that East End? Anyway. I don't think yeah, that's yeah. East End, is it? No. Is it not? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you live and learn. Yes. Uh, so let's talk transfer news. Come on, Merchants. Get close, on with it. Sources close to club say, I mean, we've, we've got eight signings in. Uh, transfer slam shut on Thursday. <laughs> We're calling on a Monday, so only three days to go. Uh, before the transfer window shuts, uh, six active bids in, um, and we want to sign one or two. Obviously, we want a backup striker. Everybody knows that, um, and we we want a central mis- midfielder. But Pellegrini apparently is being a bit fussy. He wants his targets, not been able to land them, and he's been really clear with people like David Sullivan and said, "I only want better quality, and if I do, if I can't get it, I'd rather have no one." And I'll, I'll put up with what I've got, unlike maybe managers of the past that would just have maybe the odd player thrust on them, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No Sully specials, so, that's what you're saying. No Sully specials. So uh, the one that I think is close from what I've heard, uh, which you probably have all heard of, is Lucas Perez today. Yeah. Bought for 17.5 million quid. Agent has confirmed West Ham bid and... Uh, interest, obviously, he, he's thinking it over. We could get him between four and five million quid, which sounds a bit of a bargain from Arsenal. But as someone pointed out to me tonight, the only problem is he can't play football. Is is that a bit unfair? I think that's. I mean, I, I haven't seen masses of the man, but what I've seen, he's been quite impressive. 
Um, but you know, I'm not an Arsenal fan who watch, watched him quite a bit. Was it last season? He had a bit of a run in the team. I I remember uh, him scoring a great goal. I think it was against Bournemouth away. Um, he's got a thunderbolt left foot, and I always thought he should be one that we should try and snap up if he was on the fringes of Arsenal's team. So yeah. I was okay. pleased to see us link with him. Yeah, George, to to save me from the embarrassment of reading out these names. On the running order, could you read out the names we've been linked to this week? Uh, I'd love to, but I'm not sure I have the running order, do scroll I? Scroll down, scroll down. Yeah, it should be on the... Oh, scroll yeah, sorry, down. sorry. Um, transfer news. Uh, Moanes de Boer. Are these, are these people that we're speaking talking to, yeah? These are all, all people who've been linked in the last so, five So as, as George pronounces them, Sean, why don't you say who they are and yeah, where so, from? So that, that, he's... he's um, He's he's a, a striker from, and I'm trying to remember where, he frantically is trying to open his Clarence Hugh page because he's just recently done a, a transfer update. Um, he, he's a striker from, oh, I'm trying to remember. He's probably going to Palace, actually, but he is available for about 20 million euros, so 17 and a half. Ain't Israeli, is it? It is Israeli, yeah. Salzburg. Oh, yeah. He's, Salzburg. In, he's in Switzerland or somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, Salzburg he plays for. Uh, yeah, it might be Austrian. Bernard Manning, Pro- probably pronounced <laughs> Bernard. Bernard, as we know, is Bernard. the guy who wanted two hundred grand a week, and his agent wanted fifteen million. We said no. He's come back asking for one hundred and ten grand a week, which is our highest amount we pay a West Ham player. And the Pellegrini is thinking it over, but if we sign Perez, Bernard's over. So I, I don't see that happening. But definitely interesting. Oh, another beer, Nigel. Cool. What do we call you? I'm scared now. What do we call you? Uh, Nigel, generally. Nigel. Unless, Nigel. Unless, you like, unless you don't like me, then there's a whole <laughs> host of names out there that I'm sure you can find. Uh, Ignacio Camacho. Good boxer. So he's a he's a, Wolfs, <laughs> a Wolfsburg um, uh, central midfielder. About possibly somewhere between nine and 15, 16 million pound. It, it came out of Germany. It's the kind of position we're looking at, but I, we haven't heard too much more, so I don't know if that one's going to happen either. Uh, next up is Andre Gomez. Adam's fan. Pretty easy, that one. Well, this one's been linked for a long time, hasn't it? Out of, um, he plays for Barcelona. I don't see this one happening at all, and I think it's just recycled. Uh, rumours. I think he's available for about 20 million. Uh, Barcelona bought him for 30 million. It hasn't really worked out. Uh, Thiago Maia. So, I, I, again, I think this is a recycled one. I think Newcastle are going to buy him. He's valued about 18 million quid. Uh, Newcastle have been linked all summer and suddenly the Sun linked him because he happens to play. He's a Brazilian that plays as a central midfielder defensive midfielder. So after Chiarty went, they linked him again. I don't think it's going to happen. Joao Felix. Uh, so this is the Benfica 18-year-old, mm-hmm. uh, but his release clause is 16 million, 60 million euros. So not in a million years. I know that um, Sky have been saying it's close and everything, and Dave Sullivan Jr. was out there and spoke to people in Portugal. It ain't going to happen. Why would Dave Sullivan Jr. be out there? He was out there with um, Will, Will Salthouse, uh, West Ham's oh. favourite agent. Why would he be out there with him? 
He's learning the ropes. Oh. But what about then the director of football sorting all the oh, transfers I'm, out? I'm sure he was sorting out some other transfer at the time. Oh. Mm. Uh, Yassine Brahimi. Uh, same thing. He comes from Porto. He met... Uh, so Dave Sullivan and, and Will met with Porto. The, ma- the president said so today. But he's got a uh, release clause of like 40 million, 50 million euros. I can't remember which. He's out of our budget. We've done our dough. We can't afford him. Uh, Harold Makudi. Now, he's a French guy. I forget. He's a centre-back. Available for 10 million. Nigerian Stepto. Go on. Um, I don't think... We, we don't need a centre-back. We've got our centre-backs. I didn't believe the story to begin with. I said so at the time. Would you put it down here for really close. Hang you know, on. A bit wasting everyone's time, Sean. It's been reported and reported by all the papers he was about to sign... Miraculously, today suddenly he's changed his mind. How convenient! Never was a target in my view. Stefano Sturaro, I like him. He's. Do you know him then? Yeah, he's Juventus, Juventus midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, Juventus midfielder. I'm told he's too expensive to join us, but he could yeah. be a loan. But Pellegrini's not a fan of loans. Uh, Lucas Perez, we talked about Musa Morega. Yeah. Well, he is again an FC Porto striker. But today, again, I think he's thirty, forty million pounds. Uh, we aren't going to spend that money. And today, the president uh, came out in Portugal and said, despite meeting with David Sullivan Jr. and Will Sorthouse, he said there's no official bid from West Ham, and they want uh, they they want thirty six million pounds for him. We don't have that though. He ain't going to join us. Uh, so Lewis Perez, yes, a loan of a Lucas Perez, yes. Uh, uh, Musa, Musaka Mariga, no. No, Musa. Musa. Antonio Sani, Sanabria. So he's a real Betis uh, striker. Scored eight in 17. Uh, joined Roma for 7.5 million. Could get him for about 15 million. But again, if we can get Lucas Perez, then why would we spend 15 million quid when we can get one for uh, five? So I think he's a backup. And that concludes the list of names Sean can't pronounce. Yeah, it does. So I was told we're either going to sign one or two or none. So that's what you should expect between zero and two players by the time the transfer window slams shut. There's there's not many, much talk of any sort of defensive midfielders there. So are they satisfied with what they got for that position? Well, I think I think what they've said on defensive midfield, they've they've told that the other thing to say is no main players are allowed to leave. So Hernandez is not leaving. Uh, Antonio is not being allowed to leave. Obviously, Marco and Altovich is not being allowed to leave, or anyone. Um, Pedro Obiang wanted to leave after Chiarty and was told no because he's got family connections in Sampdoria uh, and. He asked to leave and he said, no, I've got big plans for you. I want you part of the project and we can't find anyone. Pellegrini's actually said, I can't find the defensive midfielders I want. So you're not allowed to leave. I don't have enough time. Um, So whether we get a defensive midfielder, but going back to your question, John, we've obviously got Obiang Noble, who, by the way, has played more minutes than anyone else in pre-season. Going to be a big part of Pellegrini's uh, plans, believe it or not. And Wilshire probably is a defensive midfielder. Then you've really? got Rice. Yeah. Then you've got Rice. 
You've got Cullen who can play defensive midfield. And even if Reese Oxford doesn't go, he can play there. And as Nigel told me the other day, thanks, Nigel, Zabaleta can play in defensive midfield as well. <laughs> so I, I think we've got enough cover, John. Um, yeah, if yeah. the transfer window slammed shut today, I'd still be quite happy. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, like I say, it's to be seen, in it? If you don't know enough about the players, we can only see what how it sort of progresses, can't we? Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, not in the running order, but a li- little promotion. Uh, we are running our fancy league yet again. I'm not going to read the code out on air, but you can go to our Facebook group because we've put it up there. So we're running the, the official Premier League uh, uh, fancy league. So get your teams in, put your code in, get in the league. It's only bragging rights, uh, although maybe Nigel will create a trophy or something for you, as he did with Super 6. And oh, also, no. Nigel, you're running the Super 6, aren't you, as well? We've got the Super 6. How does well that done. Work? Well, well, basically, you download the Super Sky Super 6 app. It's free. You p- predict the six games that they tell you. And then if you do well, you go up the table. If you win the league, I'll sort you out a prize. So you got to do this every game? <laughs> every game. So it's throughout the whole season. So it don't matter if, like John, you predict six results and get them all wrong, like he did this weekend. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can check. I didn't even look at it. I, I just went round And I had a look. Yeah. And he managed to predict every six result wrong. Right. Uh it's not, so it's not it about don't matter. Winning, no, I just about because it's part, a, isn't it? it is right. one. It's about the taking part, and two, it's a marathon, not All a right. sprint. So, as as presenters, can we can we make commitments amongst ourselves to enter both the Premier League I have done. fancy team and the Super Six? I've done the the Premier League. You need to sort the Super Six. I need to do Super Six as well. Yeah. Can, but, I, um, can I just stick with the Super Six? Why can't you do a Premier League? We always have a laugh when you're at the bottom of the table. Uh, I'll see you, how, I'll, you can get an app now, can't you? You just I'll, do it on the app. I'll see what yeah. I can do. Send me the details. I'll, yeah. I'll send you the details. Okay. The prize for the Super 6, Gary... What's he, who was the winner? Not Gary, Prince. Dear, oh dear. Simon Pope was the winner. Got his prizes this week. Very happy man. He got a signed <laughs> Martin Peters autograph. Uh, well, oh. it would be signed Martin Peters. A signed Martin Peters picture. He got also a little... Collectible Corinthians still boxed collector's item. Martin Peters, Corinthians pro star player, probably worth about 10 15 pounds in value. He got one of them, but the best thing he got was a more than just a podcast mug oh. with his name on the back. Oh, hey, uh, but even we ain't got them. Oh, so, yeah, uh, I have. And he so got his squad it? number, he got given squad number one because he was the first <laughs> winner. Excellent. If you want to enter the Super 6 or the Premier League, Fancy League, you go over to our Facebook group page, which is, George? Facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. And remember, more has got two O's. Our sound bites killing today, aren't they? Oh, they're um, champion. You can, tell, you can tell the optimism in the room, can't you? Oh, right, wonderful. so I think what we do, we we do the Twitter, Facebook question time, okay, and then we go to the season preview to see what we hope. Yeah, so, that, that uh, sounds great. It's time for this.
Now, this part is not... Yes, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time. Uh, John hasn't got Facebook, so he can't be the one opening up. So I'm hoping either George or Nigel I have opened mean, I, up by now. I thought Nigel was quite a good uh, reader of uh, messages. Oh, I thought that was your bit now, Nigel. I thought, well, it, I've got it, it, it up. <laughs> hey! Uh, and the Facebook. Um, <laughs> why don't you do? The, why don't you do the Facebook and George? You can do That's the it. Twitter. George, do you do the Twitter? Because I really struggle with that. To be fair, okay then. Uh, more than just a podcast, published by Sean Whetstone at eleven fifty nine on Saturday. We are back with a pre-season episode on Monday evening with a full house, blah 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 Leave your hopes and any statements of facts. 14 comments. Good Here old, we go. Good Strap old Marion. Straight in. Here we go. Good old Marion. Who, who might not listen to this because I know he's off on his holiday, but he might listen to it on holiday. Anyway, have a nice holiday, mate. Uh, with there being 500 away season tickets plus 800 bondholders... Do you think that the 10% ballot is fair on those that attempt to attend most away games? It could realistically mean just 400 tickets available for priority points at such places as Bournemouth. I could answer this. Oh, I thought you would. First of all, (laughs) although there are 500 season ticket holders and there are 808 bond holders, the bond holders buy less, on average, less than five tickets. Sometimes no tickets at all. They're not really that interested in buying away tickets. So the 500 go, and then in reality, uh, they don't... For Bournemouth, they're not going to do the 10% scheme. They didn't do it last year, and they're not going to do it this year. So when it goes to very small allocations, the 10% won't work. The way they've changed it this year, after feedback, a lot of people complained, is... The 10% ballot is not open to everyone. It's only open to season ticket holders. And it's not first come, first served like it was last year. And in fact, we applied today, myself and George, for the uh, Arsenal game to see if we can can get uh, in the 10% ballot. So, because my points have gone down to three now. Where's yours, uh, George? I don't know. I haven't checked. Probably not too dissimilar. Um, and, and John, you're probably even worse than that. So uh, I get some people yeah, saying yeah. it's a problem. Loyal. But, but <laughs> some people like Nigel, who's got like 30 points or something stupid, uh, then it's not a problem to him. But I think there's misuse. I think the compromise of having being able to have a 24-hour window where you can email a ballot in and it gets chosen at random... And it only owned season tickets is a fair compromise, is my own personal view. Yeah. It's not for me. I think it's wrong. But still, you know, the club ain't going to listen. They say it's from feedback. I'd love to know what feedback it was because I've not met one person. I'm sure there's people out there that think it's a good idea, but I've not met one of them. Well, actually, I suppose I have now, Sean, haven't I? <laughs> Sounds like. I didn't agree with the scheme to begin with. But I'm caught in the same trap that I can't get back onto the ladder. The first two games, both Liverpool away and Arsenal away, the first one, the Liverpool away, on a Sunday went to a people with 11 points. I've got three. The second game, Arsenal, the first 90% went to those with 17 points. It's becoming a theme that all games now 
you've got to have double figures in points to even have a hope in hell of getting a ticket. I think the problem is that Twitter is rife with people offering to buy away yeah. tickets. And um, you can see it. Oh, please retweet this. I'm after two for Liverpool. I'm after this for Arsenal. So it's a bit of a vicious circle, though. And they really? get because... served. And they, they do get served. Um, and there's people probably, there are people going to be out there that protect their points. Um, but, you know, it's a loyalty scheme. No scheme is fair. There's always going to be winners. There's always going to be losers, I'm afraid. The problem's been highlighted. That's life. Yeah, that is life. You know, it it weren't like this in the days of the bowling. But then again, we only had 21,000 season ticket holders, not 52,000. And I think there lies in the problem, the increased fan base. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I blame the club. They've made us such an attractive team away from home that we're all so desperate to go there. I can't yeah, see any other reason. I mean, the fact that we yeah, only people, win three games away from home all season... Um, obviously means that people want to be there just to see one of those three wins. Yeah, it's the well, away, it's it's the away the game, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, it's the away game atmosphere. And the, and I mean, it's nothing to do with the stadium game. being so shit that a lot of people would rather go away to one than, than watch them at home. It's nothing to do with that. No. Next one. <clears throat> Positive. Oh, sorry, that's me. Um, <laughs> next one. So, I don't know who this is. But he's got the same last name as me, and he's got my brother's name. And he's called Stuart Khan. And he says, with all the new signings, which three West Ham players should I have in my fantasy team and why? Ooh. Oh, out of it. I'm not going to help him. Yeah. Uh, Cresswell for the, um, the assists. Scored really well last year. Yeah. Yeah, really? Um uh, who else? Yarmolenko, if 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 he is lives up to his Borussia Dortmund form, Anderson. And Anderson, why not take a pun and on him? I, I'll tell you a little bit because I wrote a piece this morning for. Ben. Hold up, he said free. Right, one more. Fabianski. This is going to confuse my brother. He's in IT. <laughs> Fabianski has been chosen by twenty-two percent of all fancy managers as their goalkeeper. By the way, it's got is a he, lot of points. Is he number one though? Well, I think so. Don't tell Adrian that, though. Okay, I won't. <laughs> All right, well, there you go, bro. Pick me a lot out of that. I ain't going to help you because if you Next finish one. above me, I won't hear the end of it. So, 
He's Nick Harvey, slow. welcome back, lads. Onwards and hopefully upwards this season. I hope people show some patience with this season with Pellegrini. We will need some time to get the team playing away once. As for Sully, Golden Brady, let's hope they piss off. Oh, no, he don't say that. He said, let's hope they keep their mouths firmly shut this season. Hear, hear. Yes. What do you reckon, Sean? Do you think they'll keep their mouths shut this season? Yeah, I do. I do. In fact, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I've done a poll today oh. on are the board doing a good job at the moment. And you'll be glad oh. to know after 885 votes that 89.8% say they aren't doing a good job. Only 10.1%, 90 people, probably Nigel just pressing no, no, no. I haven't no voted. So uh, they aren't. So there you go. A vote of confidence for the board. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be letting them know. Well done. Well done. All. <laughs> you'll get a nice pat well on done, the head. Flip-flops. Yes, well done. Go on, Nick. Richard Dodds. Dodsey. Well, how impressed was Nigel with my picture of the main man doing islands at the Auckland Darts? Yeah, I did see that. It was very good. Who was that? It was the dart player. Yeah, but who? Oh, I'll tell you later when I look it up. Um, <laughs> you don't know, do you? <laughs> I did see the picture. Also, are you impressed with Snodgrass? Proper Phoenix from the Flame stuff. Yeah. Also, well done on your Whistler achievements. Attack from within Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> what, who am I supposed to attack, though? That's the problem. Uh, yeah. We'll leave that there. Yeah, we won't, we won't discuss our, our won't. committee uh, stuff on air. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because we because might the bring everything the other people to the might be listening and get the amp. Yeah, um, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so it's gone well then, yeah. But yeah, it's, going, so it's going really well. Gone down a storm, you could yeah. say. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see how it could, could go any other way, really. What When Sean, your, your nose probe up the arse board, and Nigel, you're completely the other way. You sort of cancelled each other out, didn't you? What's that's what I said. In, in a way, um, we're not going to discuss it on air. Well, let's get oh, it. Nice. Someone, Someone, discuss it Someone didn't it get it. Let's have it right. Hold up, look. This us have the truth. They want a bit. Think, <laughs> I don't bother. I've had beers. I don't care. Someone didn't get a warm welcome. So, But that's his problem, not mine. But there's issues there that need sorting out between the committee and the way the committee acts in regards of talking to members and I'll leave it there and since they didn't answer the bloody question that was asked over a week ago I think I'm entitled to say that so we'll tell you what the question was later okay um but Dodsey went on to say <laughs> well that was a, that was a little sore point I've touched on now everybody else should have had a pre-warning on that, I think. Go on. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that because I'll just go off on a tangent and now uh, I've regret it. But it's tough. Okay. Thing. Would you please give us your views on how you feel right now before the season starts from the heart, honest, where will West Ham finish and how excited you on a scale of 1 to 100? Go on, uh, West Ham finished, well, finished 10th. Um, and I'm 1 to 100, I'm currently uh, about... A 75, because I'm going to miss the first two games. John? John? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like, I'm hoping for a bit of mid-season obscurity. No, no. Mid-table. Uh, yeah, mid-table. 
no um, relegations concerns, a few entertaining games and then maybe a bit of a cut run. And yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. You've got to give a position though. Oh, well, mid-table was about 10th again. And as far as I'm out of out of a hundred, I'd say I was about sixty. Excited, ecstatic. Anyway, Sean, uh, I'm a I'm sort of about an eighty-eight. There's not um, eighty-eight teams. What in round the waste? What eighty? You said out of a hundred. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Excited level. Um, um I'm I, so I'm eighty-eight. I'm. Uh, Cool. I think we can get you eighth. You see, this is a pattern here. Eighty-eight, eighth. Um, and uh, I think Pellegrini's got eight games to prove himself. <laughs> I, I think that it's going to take a while for Pellegrini to hit the ground, but I'm looking forward to attacking football, more possession, all the things we know Pellegrini can do. I think bringing eight players will will cause some. It will take a long time to adjust into change of style, change of management. I just think we've just got to give him some space to get stuff right. And I expect to lose against Liverpool in the first game of the season, who I tip to win the Premier League. All right. Well, he didn't ask that because all he said was, where do you think we'll finish on scout or 100? But thanks for that. <laughs> so I think we'll finish between 8th and 12th. And on a scale of... About, about no, just then, say yeah. a number. Number. Give a number. Don't, I have. Don't between do this. 8 and 12th. It, well, all right, I think they're going to finish between 1st and 20th then. Yeah, well, you can do it. I'll tell you what, that's guaranteed. I'll make you right, Sean. I'll make I'll you right. You're, you guarantee. <laughs> you, will, you should do this for a living. Now, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> On a scale of 100s, oh, see, if I say 50, which I think I really am, people are going to go, oh, it's Mr. Mowney, Mr. Negative. So I'll go you 61, are. one better than John. <laughs> that makes me the moaning mister. Oh, well. <laughs> oh dear. Right, next yeah. up, Gary Prince. We're gonna be here all night by the way it's going. Well, yeah, we need to speed yeah. this up a all bit. Right. Come on, guys. Come uh, on. Gary Prince looking at prices for kids' tickets for Wolves. For Claret members, tickets are one pound. But general sale tickets are twenty to sixty five pound. For Man United, right. band free tickets for a family of four is two hundred and forty for members, or two sixty for non-members. Blimey, is that right? Claret memberships twenty five forty adults. Is the club still committed to affordable tickets? Before Sean goes, I'll answer this one. John or George? Um, um, I didn't know any of that to be fair, because yeah. obviously we don't really look at ticket prices. Um, it doesn't sound like it. But, it doesn't, does it? But no, I, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Sean. But again, we we, yeah. we don't take much notice because we've got the season tickets. Yeah, done. Before Sean jumps in, and he'll give the club's spin uh, as per usual. Um, it's it's Robin Hood. It's uh, taking from those that are not members to allow for the cheaper season tickets. People like me for the band five. Because you can't buy Anderson with 9,000 band five season ticket holders. Can you, Sean? No, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because there are £10,099 uh, under 16 tickets, uh, which my children have got too. There are uh, £8,289 tickets, right? That's your affordable football. 
if people want, there's about 30 or 40,000 people to buy Claret membership and they've got to have some, some benefits for that. They all pay 40 quid, as you say. And, and there's the general, you know, for big games like Man United, yeah, you've got to pay it. It's, it's horses for courses. There are ways to get them cheaper. And you know there's a second-hand market where you can buy. Lots of West Ham fans will sell stuff for face value, as we often do. And, and not just face value the general admission ticket. We sell it for what it cost us in our premium, for our season ticket. There's always ways to afford to get to West Ham if you want to. And in fact, sometimes, John, you'll back me up, we've not been able to get rid of our tickets. Even when we've, we've, we've said you can have it for 20 quid or, you know, people have not wanted them. So... I think affordable football is still there, but um, you can't buy, you can't move to the next level if everything's going to be affordable football. You're absolutely right, Nigel. You can't buy a Philippe Anderson by by selling the tickets too cheap. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can, because the, the actual input of the season and the ticket money is a very small proportion of the income. It's about thirty million. It's 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 significant enough. You know, most of the money that we get from TV over a hundred million goes straight out on wages. Now, the wage bill for the players and the TV money is almost is getting to the point where it's almost identical. So you wipe out the TV money and say, well, that goes out. So unless you, but it's the same for everyone, isn't it? Oh, it's the same for everybody, absolutely. But but to say it doesn't make a difference, John. That twenty thirty million pound a year, yeah, it does make a difference. Ask Palace, you know, who've got such a small ground, or or Bournemouth, or other things. They would love to have a sixty thousand seat stadium. Mate, they they all they all haven't spent the money we've spent this season because they all didn't get a free stadium. That's what it boils down to. And it, you know, and over a period of time, as we we're in this place, we would expect the expenditure to keep rising. Because they they'll be paying the debt off, and then yeah, we buy rights. Don't bank on it. Proof is don't bank on it. Always always we'll we'll see what happens. I've always argued this: the money's not disappearing somewhere else. Read the account. Oh, in the yeah, apart from the interest of the shareholder loans, let's not go into it. All right, just one thing I'll say on the interest of the shareholder. Where are you gone, Sean? You walked out of the room. (laughs) Sorry, get further further away. My headset fell off, and I couldn't. I didn't realise. You read that bit. Um, (laughs) Albert Albert Tripp um, gave an interest-free loan of a ten million pound in the same year. That the two owners paid them back, self million pound, eight, uh, ten million pound. So the two things even each other out, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So there was no. Come on, let's move anyway, on. Go. I'd just yeah. like to point out Sean's uh, views were brought to you in association with David Sullivan, David Golden, Karen Brady, and Clarence yeah. Hugh. Right, good. Uh, good question, Mr. Prince. By the way, uh, Daniel McLennan. I think top ten for this year is what we should be aiming for. Basically, just a year. Not looking over our shoulders would be nice. We've probably our best ever transfer window. Would you rate, oh, who would you rate as our three best ever transfers and our worst three? So best three ever, worst three ever. John. Blimey. Uh, worst three, boogers, starters. Um, don't know, what about, what's that, Future? When he, he came and did nothing. Who was that other guy oh, they bought after the World Cup and was, did, I can't remember. How about Mido or whatever his name is? No, he can't be worst. 
he can't be. I'll tell you can't. why. He was only on a grand a week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Herrera, I, I, we've signed him after the World Cup. Radichoyu. Radichoyu. That was him. He was great. Great goal against Man United, mate. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I still think, I think Sakai was a great signing. That's, we, did we get him in January? No. Did we not? No, we no, got him in the summer. In the, in the summer from Mets. Oh, was it, who did we bring in in the, in the January? Oh, you're thinking of uh, No Knees. Who then went on to Newcastle? Demba Bar. Demba Bar, that's it. That's the one. I think Demba Bar, and then the obvious is the obvious ones like your Decanios. Great signing. Um, most recently, I think um, I think Lanzini's been one of our best signings mm-hmm. in current time. So yeah, off the top of my head, there's three. How about Yossi Ben Ayun? He was a great signing. He was a great signing. Best ever, George. George. What's your three best uh, ever? Uh, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. It? I really like Radoslav Kovac. He was class. Um, Hayden Fox. Big fan of his. <laughs> um, and Stan Lazaridis. What, what a player. Hey, don't knock Stan. I'll tell you that now. Stanley. He was great. Sean, do you want to have pa- a go? Payet. Pyatt, uh, Hartston, and um, Cotty. Cotty come out of the academy, didn't he? Cotty is signing, I was going to say. Well, when we bought him right. back, I suppose. Uh, Frank, yeah, Frank McAvenny then. Yeah, there's yeah. Sean just stamping his West Ham. I still reckon Hayden Fox. Hayden Fox. Uh, top three for me, Alan Devonshire, five grand. Went on to play with England for non-league football. Um... Yeah, McAvenny, I'd go as well. And then probably top three, I think the Canio for me. Yeah, that'll be my Oh, yeah, we've got him. First three. Can't, I can't believe you left Hayden Fox yeah. off your list. Man. First three. We need T.E. Kamara. It <laughs> <laughs> was shocking. We're, we're, we're spinning for Rigobert, Rigobert, just on Rigobert song. Rigobert's song. I don't know about oh, Rigobert's song. Um, and um, probably Benny McCarthy. He was shockingly poor. Yeah, to be fair. Uh, we need to speed this Savio. up, Nigel. No, We're spending thirty minutes just on one question. <laughs> Savio, definitely Savio. Savio. Yeah, none of us. Yeah. Uh, listen, if you want to put out right. on Saturday, yeah. Now you've had forty replies. You put it out early. You give people more time to comment. I've got to go through them. We don't pick and choose. We don't cherry pick on this podcast. We read um. them all. What about Hugo? He's been a winner. Oh, I can't listen, you bubbles. You can't knock Hugo, can you? He ain't had a chance. move on. Yeah. I've never seen him play. Oh, I'll tell you what, he got all them predictions right though for the World Cup, didn't he? That was like Mystic, whatever his first name is. I've forgotten his first name. What's his first name? Move Jordan. on. Yeah, move. <laughs> move on. Move Hugo. on. Ian McGregor. Okay. What is a realistic finish for us this year? Can we beat any of the big six? Sick of losing to those dickheads. We, we've discussed <laughs> this, haven't we? We've given out. Um, hope you're we've, all enjoying we've... your summer, lads. Keep up the great job. Good. Uh, can we beat any of the big six quickly? Yes or no? Yes. 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 I think we can. Yes. Actually. Yes. Ricky Burns, great boxer. Great boxer. If you picked your best team with current players, we have. 
which one would you remove from that team and which ex-West Ham player would you replace them with? So think of this team and put one ex-West Ham player in it. Who are you going to swap? Okay, I'd, I'd take out take out Ogbonna, slot in Hayden Fox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put in Di Canio. Oh, true. Who are you taking out? Uh, Hugh Gill. But Hugo ain't paying. Don't take the piss. All right. Uh, uh, Hernandez. Oh, right, go on. I'll take out... I will take out Wilshire and bring in Brooklyn. Oh. oh, did I nick your one? <coughs> no. Um, I would take out Ogbonna and put in Billy Bonds. I knew you were going to say that. Well, well there you go. Uh, Matthew Kemp. Realistically, where do you guys think West Ham will finish at the end of the season? I'm going for ninth. What do you think? I think we've done that. that. We've, we've, done, that we've done that already. But thanks for the question. Dan Perry. Bit of a long one. When will the club reduce the price of the seats up top on the halfway line? Now, I know the seats on the halfway line are usually a premium, but we have a different shaped stadium and those seats are a very long way from the pitch. These tickets should be a band four and five. If you go on to see e-ticketing now, you'll see these people are not bought. You'll see people not buying these tickets up top as they are not good value for money. That's a good question. In Supply and demand. Ninety pound to sit on the halfway line at the back sounds like a lot of money for category A game. People buy them though. Buy a band fee and walk into the band one seat. (laughs) 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 When you've used bad in band five, just find an empty seat, people. More than just a podcast, do not condone the illegal relocation of seats. Oh dear. And don't all do it because I need somewhere better to sit, people. Leave room for me. Derek Howard, I'm going to be optimistic and think we can finish seventh. That's not optimistic, uh, optimistic, Derek. That's madness. I just want well, to see attacking <laughs> football. Just having a go at teams. Right, this is for you, John. How is the grumpy one feeling now? <laughs> it's not, I thought we said that you were the grumpy one. I don't think we worked it out, did we? We haven't. We, we need to clarify who it is. But if it's me, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little bit more positive than I was. Pellegrini has never finished outside the top seven in any league. Fact. There you go. He's a fact. He's never managed West Ham before, though, has he? Fact. True. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that, Derek. Gary Prince back again. What do you think of the 10% ballot for away match tickets? Well, we decided that Sean's um, sided with the board on that. It's quite all in favour, and we all think it's stupid. Uh, Nick Harvey, welcome back, lads. Onwards and hopefully upwards this season. I hope people show some patience this season as Pellegrini will need some time to get the team playing the way he wants. As yep. for Sullivan, Gold and Brady, let's hope they keep their mouths firmly shut all season. Let the manager and the team do the talking. I fancy a cut run this season, and fingers yeah. crossed, so does Pellegrini. Sean fancies us for the League Cup, if anyone listened to the American podcast. I believe. I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, I do. Just to prove I listen. Yeah. What do you reckon, boys? Cut run? Uh, I'd like one. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with the League Cup as well. That'd do me. We're never going to get anywhere near that, though. Let's face it. Come on. Why? Well, because you still got to beat Liverpool, and you still got to beat Man City. You still got to beat Tottenham. You still got to beat United. Well, 
I mean, if if we start well and we haven't got to start looking at our our league position, I think they should go all guns blazing for the League Cup. I think we've got more chance of that than the FA Cup. But why? Because in the earlier stages, the teams like your Liverpools, your Arsenals and whatever don't tend to put out their strongest sides. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy. Right, I'd be happy with any cup run. So, but whether we get one. We've we already won the Betway Cup. What more do you want? More than that. More than just a podcast cup. You ain't got one of them. Can we sponsor the next pre-season tournament? What, more than just a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. All right. How oh, much? I don't know. <laughs> That's what you need to find out, Sean. All right, I will. See if I'll do your mates rates. You can do your mates yeah. rates. Okay. Nick Harvey also says Sullivan, Brady and Gold shouldn't be forgiven just because they've splashed some cash. But it seems by the looks of the Claret and Hugh poll, a lot of people have. Oh, the Claret and Hugh poll tends to go one way all the time, doesn't it? The... You know, they can only do what when we discussed all this last season, Nigel. We agreed that the only real way they can move forward because they weren't going to go away, put someone else in charge of football matters, and go and disappear for a bit and keep their mouth shut. So if they do that, then we've got to let them be. I think. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, I'd love a chicken dinner right now. My motto is never forgive, never forget. No, you're not going to forget, are you? You don't forget, but... Come on, let's, let's wrap this up. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Move Go along. This is, this is why Nigel doesn't do the Facebook questions. Yeah. <laughs> Next time it's you, George. Twitter. Oh, George. Twitter. Oh, is it me now, is it? Yeah. yeah. Come on. You Get in there. Minutes. Get in there. Hang on. Uh, Canning Town Len has tweeted in, saying, other than the new carpet, does Sean know of any changes to the match day experience next season? I was a fan of the Murphy store at one three one, but it disappeared for the last few games. Well, <laughs> let me tell you a story about the carpet. I got in a bit of trouble by saying um, the carpet was going to change because it's not quite agreed. So I was told <laughs> something. It definitely is going to change colour, but it just quite hasn't agreed whether it's going to be claret or not. Because it depends on whether West Ham pay for it, 180000 or the owners pay for it, i.e. the stadium owners. And that's just got to be worked out. We should know soon enough who won the battle on that, whether it's blue or whether it's claret. And I, reckon I, source, I reckon I could source a carpet for less than hundred and eighty grand. It's special AstroTurf. Health and safety, mate. Come on, next. Uh, and Kelly Townen also says, and before Sean says it, I have legs now. Excellent. He's drawn himself some legs. You're still not a real person, though. You're a cartoon. Mark at Cockneybourne says, hey, guys, not really a question, just an observation. We've only taken part in preseason friendlies and already the sour face brigade have made Anderson a target. Oh. In three matches, he set up one goal scored another give the guy a chance to settle in people for f sake yeah nigel and john yeah leave him alone you two i haven't said anything about him has he had a bad game then no has he not not looked good then he hasn't looked good and people are expecting him to knock him in for fun and everything he's only just done one good pass and they're saying it's not enough for, for the money that they've shelled out one good pass 
40 million pound for a Brazilian that don't play for 35 and a half and that didn't go to the World Cup money not allowed to call him 40 because you're not allowed to add the add-ons or the agent fees or anything else it's 46 million with all of them but it's 35 and a half million if we're just counting transfer fees which John says we've got to count did Pyre have a good pre-season don't know. Of us? don't know I don't remember either yeah, we yeah, went, by the way, yeah. we went to one of them, George, and you took the mickey out of him being unfit. Do you remember we went to an early game and you you sort of said... Oh, that was that was in the season when I used to call him who ate all the pirates. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he was always tubby, wasn't he? He was a tubby. Anyway, any more? No, that's it. Right, so it's on to our first prediction, starting with Nigel. We're playing Liverpool at Anfield. Are you going? And what is your prediction? Lose. 4-0. Oof. Are you going? No. Uh, George, are you going? What's your prediction? Um, I'm actually going to be in a plane as the game's being played, so I'm not going to get to watch it. But uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Okay. John? I'm on the same plane, and I predict we'll lose 2-0. Right. So, just left for me. I uh, am not on a plane, but I didn't have enough priority points to buy a ticket, even if I wanted one, Um, because I've only got three tickets. And I will go for a respectable 1-0 loss. Good. Keep it tight. And that's it. Well, That's our up. first episode well, done. Up, two guys. things. Hold up. Two things. Go on. Go on. Go on. We're running over anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Quickly. Well, no, that's not the point. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> Go on. Two points. Go on, Nigel. Nigel, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the day before we played Liverpool, which is this Saturday, yeah. Uh, yeah. Averley Football Club, for those of you that know where it is, uh, have got a new football ground, and they're doing a autistic-friendly game. Uh, where you can buy cheap tickets from the National Autistic Society Farrett branch. And also, they're going to let the kids, autistic kids, meet the players and everything. That's this coming Saturday. Get the Waverley Football Club and support. I think they're called the Millers. I'll be there with a group of kids. And uh, thank you very much, Waverley Football Club, for doing that because they're going to have buckets to raise money for the National Autistic okay. Society. Okay, well. that was one thing. Was one Your thing. second thing? second thing is... Is the uh, National Society for Runs Golf Day International Break September the eighth? Uh, Bellis Woods Golf Club near Averley, and all welcome. Okay. It's thirty pound around a golf, and you're raising good money for charity. What date was that, Nigel? September the eighth. It's the international break, or it might be the eleventh. Are you going to put that somewhere to be seen? Yeah. I'll stick it on the Facebook group anyway. I'll stick them both on the and Facebook group and people can make their minds up. Cool. Who's go- Ian Dale's going to that one, isn't he? Well, I was keeping that quiet, but oh. now you've just bubbled it oh, up. Oh, right. sorry. You know, he's, you know he's, people probably don't know who Ian Dale is. Okay. All right. Well, is forget that, isn't it? Yeah. He's famous in, in, amongst more than just podcast listeners. <laughs> oh, right. That's true. He's our guest presenter. When well, I expect he'll be busy, I expect he'll be on next week. He's, he's, he's famous. He's, he's another famous one, isn't he? He's another one of us. He's won awards, Nigel. He's, yeah. another, he's another award winner. 
Yeah. Yeah, but he's only won a couple, hasn't he? Now, one, one small Sony beast. Spony. One small bit of housekeeping for the podcast. As John and George have already said, they go on holiday uh, this weekend, and yeah. I fly out to the same place on the same day they're leaving, actually, and then I'm off for two weeks. So I don't know when we're all going to get together again um, for the podcast. It won't probably be in September, but we're prob- we're trying to do what we can. It- Nigel, you might have to be on your own uh, after the Liverpool game, uh, and maybe we'll see how you well, can run it. Ship. What? You're still about, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, we can... so you fly out the day they fly back. So I ain't intelligent, but I'm sure I can work out that me and you can do the show. And yeah. then we can have fun when you've gone. Yeah, that's free. You can do one All when right. you're gone. Yeah, How cool. That? cool. That, that's, that's, that Even works. Even though it'll be really short because we'll have no crap from inside the club to talk about. Yeah, true. Anyway, anywho, anywho, uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for being our guests or our, our presenters on more than just a podcast. Um, and I'd just like to correct the American podcast. It's not my podcast. It's our <laughs> podcast. It's not Sean's podcast. Uh, and it's it's goodbye from Nigel. Goodbye. Goodbye from John. Goodbye. And goodbye from Georgie. Goodbye from Sean's guest, George. Who actually started the podcast? Come on, you irons! Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.